Welcome to The Sandbox with Justin Peters, connecting you to the ideas and tools to improve your life. Now let's go. Hello and welcome into The Sandbox. I'm your host, Justin Peters. And for my new listeners out there, we are all about giving you the inspiration and instruction to jumpstart your life. I'm really pumped today. This is episode number eight. And in the podcasting industry, there's this term called pod fading, which is when a show stops producing episodes. And there's this statistic in the industry that 75% of shows stop producing after episode seven. So I made it over to home. That's exciting. I uh, thought that I would do something interesting with this episode to celebrate. So I brought on a group of people for my interview today. And it's a special group of people for me. It is my April Calendar Club. And what is Calendar Club? Well, let me tell you real quick. There is this man called Jesse Itzler. And if you don't know him, go look him up. I'll put his Instagram below. But he inspired me so much. In February, he did something called the Calendar Club. And it works like this. You run miles corresponding to the date of the month. So on February 1st, he ran one mile. On February 10th, he ran 10, all the way up until February 29th. That means his last week, he averaged a marathon every single day. He ran 24 miles, 25 miles, 26 miles, 27 miles, 28 miles, 29 miles, back to back to back. I was flabbergasted whenever I was watching him on Instagram do this. And I was so inspired that I wanted to bring Calendar Club into my life. I knew I wasn't going to be able to tackle this challenge individually, though. So I organized a group. I had four other friends, my my friends Shane, Mike, Bree, and my girlfriend Gabby. And we collectively tackled the challenge in April. So once again, on February 1st, we ran one mile collectively or two-tenths of a mile. Doesn't sound too bad until we worked up to April 20th when we were doing four miles on average. April 25th, we got up to five miles on average. That last week, we were running somewhere between five and six miles every single day. So I thought it would be awesome to bring this group on and talk a little bit about the challenge and the lessons that we learned through this challenge. I hope you enjoy this conversation with my calendar club so hey guys welcome to the sandbox you don't all have to greet me here else it might uh deaf the audience for us here but uh we'll get to introductions for each one of you but i'm so excited that we are not running five six miles right now i know that last week we all pretty much just dumped our total miles in there and we didn't have a lot of hoorah to be talking about uh and i hope that each one of you has enjoyed the last couple days giving the legs off a little bit So uh, I'm excited. Like I mentioned in my intro, I wanted to talk about some of the challenges that we overcame through April Calendar Club together. But I thought maybe we would start at the very beginning uh, and talk a little bit about what our initial thoughts were joining Calendar Club and and wanting to do this challenge. So I want to start with you, Brie, actually, because you're my uh, always my hell yes girl. Anytime that I have a crazy idea, I can always go to you and you're always like, all right, let's do it. Uh, so my first question uh, to you, Bree, is what were your initial thoughts whenever I asked you to come and do Calendar Club with me in April? So initially I thought, okay, um, I can do this. It's going to be hard, but 
the beginning wasn't to worry about. It's just you have to get to the end. And then whenever you're at those last days, just keep pushing yourself and like push each other. Um, I didn't think it was as crazy as your four by four by four challenge that you did. So I figured <laughs> it was something I could handle. Um, I definitely didn't think I could tackle all those miles by myself. And that's what I initially thought you were asking when you first brought it up <laughs> the challenge at the same time. And I was like, you're crazy. But I'm glad that I did the challenge and it definitely pushed me and let me know that I can do more than I may think I can do sometimes. Mm. Just for frame of reference and maybe whenever uh, you guys all get introduced, just just talk about what what however you label yourself as a runner. Is that are you consistent runner? Do you run a lot? So Bree, what what is your your maybe your march look like before calendar club? From the beginning of the year, I tried to run almost every day started out whenever I was in New York, as you may know. Um, and then I tried to stick with that. I definitely let it slide here and there. And then in March, I had this goal of mine to hit a hundred miles and that kind of teetered off whenever I went and visited Florida and I <laughs> got there and I ran once. And then every other day, I think I didn't run. Mm -hmm. So that kind of, um, messed up my goal for the month. And then whenever you brought up April's challenge, I was like, heck, let's do it. And I actually finally did pass that 100 miles. So yeah, yeah and, and um, for the audience as well. So collectively in April, we would run 465 miles if you were an individual trying to accomplish calendar club. So uh, we ran a little bit, we were shooting for about 70 to 80 miles each person. And it was super cool because each one of us ended up hitting 100 miles. Um, I, I don't know about you, Mike, but I think the rest of us all hit it our very last, our last few days that we were in the challenge. Uh, so, so Shane, I want to flip it over to you. And and for them, for those that are uh, don't realize, Shane was actually a solo guest on the show. It's episode four. If you would like to check him out, gave a lot of really great advice on health and wellness. Um, and Shane, I know you're really you're really interested in the health and wellness space. But were you were you a runner? Do you call yourself a runner? Do you run often? I'm definitely not a runner, but I do run often. Um, in my line of work, we run every other day. Uh, nothing crazy though. Like we may total like 15, maybe 20 miles a week. Um, but it's usually separated, you know, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. So mm. I do not label myself a runner. I'm, I'm more in the, uh, kind of like the strength training, weightlifting. I like that school of house Yeah. better, but now that, uh, the gyms are closed, I had no choice, but, to, <laughs> you know, pound the pavement a little bit. So. So, uh, Shane, I think uh, for Bree, maybe I, I might have tricked her a little bit of how much she was actually going to run this month, but but I'm assuming you might have realized how much you were signing yourself up for ahead of time. Is that true? Yeah, I did. And I was in the same school of thought as well. I was like, if you want me to run the full like calendar club by myself, it's it's not going to happen. <laughs> it's going to be impossible. So. <laughs> that's awesome that's awesome well um maybe the person on this call that labels herself um the least amount as a runner um i would i'd be interested in you gabby the the other three all kind of said yes to me right away but i had to pry you for three or four days at the beginning of april uh so why did you actually end up deciding to join calendar club with us um, I guess it was just because uh, you tricked me, number one. <laughs> <laughs> number two, um, I thought it would be good just to, like, 
have some sort of mandatory exercise because that's not something I ever prioritize. I ran three miles in March. (laughs) So I was just like, okay, this will be a good way to like run two miles every day. I think that's what I said. I think I said like, I'll run two miles every day and like, you can pick up the rest of my miles. And Justin was like, oh, that's fine. That's fine. (laughs) And then Really what kept me like running was every day when you would like tell everyone how many miles we had to run, I just felt like I didn't want anyone else to have to run my miles. Like I just kind of felt some ownership to it. And so that's how you tricked me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, uh, you're you right. I think I initially signed you up for like, yeah, just do two, two miles for me a day. That's fine. You know, at the end of the, the month, I'll run the eight or nine miles uh, to cover our other, our, our portion of what we needed to run. Um, so you were signing yourself self up for like about 40 to 50 miles. When did you realize or when did you decide that maybe you actually want to go and try to accomplish 100 miles this month? Well, I was actually surprised after the first couple of weeks when we were just running like, you know, two miles or three miles that after I like maybe two weeks when it, it was kind of just our routine, like we wake up between six and seven, we go to our like two or three miles, we come back and start our day. Like we got into a really good rhythm with it and it kind of normalized and it, it made me realize that like running a couple miles each day wasn't really that hard and so that gave me a lot of encouragement because I was like oh this is like I could I could do a couple miles each day that's fine and then when we start like when it started slowly building like a little bit more every day I was like oh okay I can run three miles cool and then it was like oh I can run four miles and then when we were toward the end is when I like really started struggling but I had so much invested for the whole month that I was like I have to finish this so I guess it was like two or three weeks in once us running was like a normalized thing that I was like, okay, let's do it. But mm. I think it's just a cool project in general because someone like me, I like never thought I would be able to run that much. And it's not even like I had, like, I wasn't, I'm not really a super athletic person. You just have to keep doing it. So it's just encouraging for anybody who's like, oh, I don't think I can do that. It's like, actually you can do it if you just decide to be dedicated to it. Mm. Mm. Yeah. And, and that's the thing I like about this challenge or, or maybe just running in general is that like everybody knows how to do it. You don't need extra equipment. You don't need to understand a lot of form or anything. It's like we're all as humans um, kind of figure out naturally how to walk or run. And I, I think it's just like there's there's really no no excuses that people can put to. It's like, oh, well, I just can't get into the gym every single day because of coronavirus uh, and lift, but this was like just one of those easy things. So uh, I, I'm gonna flip over to Mike actually, and Mike's Mike's our, di- our dark horse here. Um, I, I don't know what your thoughts were whenever you first signed up for this and what like you envisioned yourself running in April, but you ended up passing the 150 mile marker, which is unbelievable to me. So I'd love to just hear some of your initial thoughts on where you started and then like when you decided to turn it on and really go after the 150. Yeah, I'm kind of like everybody else when you first mentioned it, I was like, I can't run that much. <laughs> and uh, so once you started dividing it up, it, it made a little more sense. And at that point, it's like, yeah, I need to do something. I, you know, like Shane, I, I uh, feel a little lost without the gym being open, mm. needed to do something. And uh, I had been running. I, I don't consider myself a, a runner. Um but I have in the past run quite a bit and kind uh, of, and then it just kind of slacks off a little bit, but I guess about halfway through the month as I started adding up 
what I had done and kind of looking ahead at what was going to be required to finish it. Uh, I had put a chart together showing how many miles each day each would, one of us would have to do. And actually, I kind of did that before uh, Gabby joined the group. And so mm-hmm. I'd really kind of started already headed towards that goal. And all of a sudden, it's like, man, if I just push this a little bit harder, I can get to 150. You know, it's kind of mm-hmm. one of those little mileage markers that you kind of get out there. And so at that point, I, I decided to shoot for it. And I, I didn't want to tell anybody for a few days because as soon as I tell somebody, then I have to do it. So yeah, uh, I kind of just like, oh, let's let's see what I can do for a couple of days. And I'm like, all right, I better tell everybody. Otherwise, I'm going to back out of this. So <laughs> uh, at that point, I said, yep, going to do 150. Not sure I was... Uh, fully into that the last week but uh, at that point I was close enough it's like no I gotta do it gotta keep Mm. going I want to jump off what Mike said um about not telling anybody because that was something that was really big for me too where after we were like two and a half three weeks in and I was looking at the numbers and I was like thinking like wow if I just do the amount of miles I'm supposed to run every single day I'll hit 100 miles on the last day which like the most miles I've ever ran in a month is 20 so I was like wow that would be like pretty significant to be able to hit that and I thought about it in my head for like three or four days before I really said it to anybody or even like told you about it like I was kind of it was kind of just my own thing and then once I like kind of committed to it I posted it on social media because like I wanted that accountability of I said like, okay, this is my goal. I wanted people to get like hype around it. I wanted people to be like, yes, like, did you do your miles today and and have that piece of accountability? So that was something too that like, once you tell people, then it becomes Mm. way more real. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, I I love some of these public challenges for that reason. I I had, you know, Bree mentioned it early on too. I did something called the four by four by 48, which I ran four miles every four hours for 48 straight hours. And it was one of those deals where I kind of wanted to keep it quiet um, and not let people know that I was trying it so that if I got halfway through and I didn't feel like I could accomplish that goal, then I could back out and really only disappoint myself. Uh, But then I love the public accountability piece to it because I think it, it allows you, at least in that middle realm, whenever you really start doubting yourself, to uh, get over the hump of like, okay, I, I can't do this. I need to try just one more day, try one more day. I don't know if that was similar to you guys. Um, did the accountability to the group itself um, keep you guys in it? You know, I didn't want to let, let the group down, but uh, there came a point where I didn't let, want to let myself down either. Mm. And, uh, you know, even when I first announced the 150, I kind of gave a range. It's like, I think I'm going to land between 140 and 150. And I kind of gave myself a little bit of a, a range. And, and then after a while, it's like, no, you said 150. You got to do 150. So mm. keep going. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Shane, what about you? What where, where were you at in terms of the entire challenge? Was there a point in the challenge that you felt like, I don't know if I really want to do this every single day? Yeah, well, I disliked most of it, you know, so uh, <laughs> um, there's a point, you know, like the, in the two mile, the three mile range where I could push the pace, I could recover, I felt like I was getting a good run in, but once uh, the four and five mile marks hit, I, I had to focus on more sustainability and survivability. I had to really back off the pace to be able to run the next day, so I think that was the biggest part, it's like when I would start the run, it was almost like a like I felt like I was walking, like dragging. Mm. I was like, if I have to do this for an hour, it's gonna be it's crazy. Like I don't know if I can do it, but uh. um, we did a good job as a group. Like if someone couldn't get their miles in, like we covered down on them, and I just didn't want 
that to be the case for me. Like I didn't want you guys to have to um, pick up the slack. So mm. I'm going to admit that I walked some of my miles. Um, it was the one way that I could ensure that I would be able to get to the end. Um, because besides my like self-inflicted injuries, AKA me falling and <laughs> stuff like that. Um, I also have like knee problems and my foot started hurting. So just to ensure that I wasn't going to like leave you guys with the heavy end of it at the end, needing to do six miles each by day 30. I just wanted to make sure that I could make it to the end and not have to drop out because I got hurt or couldn't physically run. I leave the parameters kind of wide open. I I started another calendar club this month. I had a few people that were interested. So I said, okay, fine, sign me up again. Uh, So I'm actually running two May calendar club groups. And I have a few people that are like, I'm I'm not a runner. I don't think I can push through. And I said, well, define what what the miles are because doing a mile of walking or a mile of row machine or elliptical is better than doing nothing at all. Um, So I I was totally on board that. I just love seeing people set a goal um, that they think is probably unattainable and then uh, really accomplish that goal. And that was kind of what I saw with each one of you. I think it was like the whole... Like with especially with Gabby because I was running with her every single day and that was really fascinating. I was pushing you for like, hey, why don't you state what you want to go after? Like, if do you want to do seventy? I think you could do seventy if it the math works out right. And you were just like, no, no, no. And then uh, the, that there was just like one day where you're like, I'm gonna do a hundred, and I was just like, whoa, <laughs> uh, okay. Um, so it was cool, and I I really I really liked going through this with each one of you, and I thought. Um, this challenge would be a dread, even the same mile, miles by myself versus uh, with a big group like this. So, Mike, your, your story is fascinating because you kind of turned it on maybe April, in the mid April 20th, 25th or so, and you were just running seven, eight miles back to back to back every single day. Uh, what was your strategy of getting through that each day? You know, Shane talks about, and I resonated with as well, like you just started the day off, you like, it took a mile and a half, two miles to even like feel like your legs are warmed up and you're not like granny walking through. So what was your strategy on, um, you know, accomplishing, I mean, you ran 45, 50 miles in, in seven days there. So that that's huge. Yeah. Last week was uh, a little over 50 mm. and, um, you know, it, it got to, I kept complimenting everybody else on your pace and because uh, I was so disappointed in what my pace was compared to what I had done in the past. And it, it got to a point where it's like, Mike, you just got to give up on the pace. You just got to go out and do it and slow down a little bit. And if for some reason you get to a point at the end, and I, I think if, if I look back at most of my runs, it's the uh, the last lap around the track, you know, I really pushed it and you can see the, the mileage increase. And it's like, man, I feel like I'm flying. Now, when you look at the actual pace at that point, it was, I wasn't going very fast, but it felt fast because it was running so hard, you know, but uh, yeah, it, it got down to a point where it really was just, you just go out, set a nice, easy pace, get it done, get to the track and just keep going. And then each lap around the track to be like, Oh gosh, that was just one lap. It felt like, I've been out here forever and it's like, but you're, you're getting closer. So just do one more, see where you're at one more. And then we'll see if we're, we're going to go home or, or, or what. And after a while, you, you've argued with yourself enough about just one more lap that it's like, okay, now it's really just three laps and you'll be at eight miles. You got to keep going. So, um, that's really what it was is just, you know, arguing back and forth with myself over and over and over again for 45 minutes straight about, 
oh, you just want to quit. No, you can't quit. You got to keep going. You're almost there. So uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, it, it was a real struggle. It really was. Mm. Yeah. And I, I totally resonate with that as well. With anything running wise, even when I was doing the four by four by 48, it was just lying to myself every single time. And you just get smaller and smaller with your lies. It's just like, all right, just do one more, do one more four mile leg. And then once that sounded overwhelming, I was like, just go out and run the very first mile of this leg. And that sounded overwhelming. I was like, just go do two minutes of running. And like, you get down to the smallest uh, fraction, you kind of keep lying to yourself. Gabby, I know you probably use this strategy a little bit as well. What what are your thoughts there? Yeah, I think running is the medium that we were doing, but I think what we're really talking about is mental fortitude and having the mental strength and focus. So that was huge for me is, yeah, like you're saying, like for, for a couple of days, I would do one mile, come back, like drink some water for 10 minutes and then do another mile and just tell myself like, okay, you only have to one, run one mile right now. Like, let's go do that one and then we'll come back. Same as Mike was saying. And like t- breaking it into smaller pieces so that your brain can comprehend it. Because when you mentally think like, okay, I have five more days of this and I have to go run five miles right now. Like that's like really overwhelming for when your legs are like completely dead and like just you have like almost nothing left. So I, yeah, same thing about breaking it down. And I think, oh man, it's just for, like I said, for me, since I'm not even a runner, like it wasn't about running. It was about using my brain to continuously focus on just like stepping more. And like, if that was some days, the things that helped me was like listening to like Eminem and like aggressive music <laughs> that like, yes, let's go. And some days like it was us running together. Some days I did not want to run with you because nope. like, yes, can I just say, I feel I had a disadvantage because I have Justin to compare to who runs like a six minute mile, even when he's running like a six mile pace. So it's like, he will, he would run laps around me literally. And I would just be like, here running my 12 minute mile. Mm. like trying to struggle through but yeah so I think you you just have to whatever it is for you mentally and some days you have to do different strategies you have to have your your head in that place or you're not going to do it yeah for sure I uh and, and honestly that was one of my biggest lessons learned through this I am in probably one of the best shapes of my life right now um so running 100 miles in a month it wasn't um it was definitely challenging that last 10 days sucked. And I, I hate running, you know, four plus miles. I'm more of like the, I sit right in the, between the two and the four, but I can run every single day. That's totally cool with me. But it was, I, I switched my um, thought process to like, how can I get this done to how can I help Gabby get this done? And I had to really listen to you a lot of times of like, Hey, where do you want me today? Like, do you want me running by your side? Do you want me leaving you alone? Do am I encouraging? What am I? And I know I probably failed probably half the days um, in trying to relate there, but it was really cool, I think, to live through you and to really push myself to be a little bit more empathetic, to be to realize like how can I coach this group along? So, so, so Shane too for you, um, Gabby's talking about how she broke up some of the miles the the last um the last week there and she'd go out do one come back get a drink go out do another did you have that strategy it didn't really seem like it i think you just kind of got it done every single day it's like what do i need to do five mi- 5.2 miles all right i'm gonna do 5.2 miles and just get it done <laughs> yeah so um really i haven't ran over or more than five miles at a time at all like in my entire life so i just wanted to get those miles in um Part of me wanted to break it down into like two, three mile bouts, but uh, I thought it would be more beneficial 
uh, to say I stepped out of my comfort zone if I did it all at one time. So mm. Mm. as far as like convincing myself to do it, like I had to convince myself there at the end to just tie my shoes. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so all right, my shoes are tied. So let's, you know, and unfortunately I have stairs to walk down uh. Uh, to get out the front door. So I'm like, man, I got to walk down these stairs now. And then I started walking to the uh, the stoplight just to get a little warm. It's like, this is getting bad. Because <laughs> usually I, I, I would open my front door and just start running from there. Mm-hmm. And I just had to keep on convincing myself that, you know, I need to get my head in the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally agree with that. And Mike, I, how did you even maintain sanity just running laps around a track? Like that last few, that last oh. week, you had to do so many laps around a track. <laughs> I, I do like to keep numbers. And so at first I was like, oh, it's just, you know, 20 laps around the track. But after a while, it's like, okay, stop. <laughs> stop talking about how many laps this is because it was just overwhelming. But, at, you know, it, he was talking about the stairs and, and that kind of thing. And I live on the third floor of my apartment complex. So, yeah, I've I got some stairs and uh, I'm not sure if going down or going up is worse sometimes. But um, uh, it was that. And then I think I mentioned several times in my text back and forth that there is just a really huge steep hill between here and that track and sometimes i'd be going around the track it's like man it's just a mile left and it's a mile from the apartment but it's like i just kept going around the track because it was flat and i didn't have to go up that hill mm-hmm. and so uh and i literally it was trying to avoid the hills sometimes is why i kept going so wow <laughs> uh, but uh yeah it's uh it, the other thing that and I wanted to tell a story about um, one of the last days out there. Please. Um, I think I mentioned in one of my texts how, you know, I, when I left the apartment, I'm looking outside and it's sunny and just a few clouds. And I mean, it looked like a beautiful day for Seattle, especially for Seattle. And uh, I get out of the, the apartment and take a right hand turn. And all of a sudden, this wall of clouds just goes over and it gets so much colder. And I'm like, I just got started. I, this is an eight-mile day, and I just got started 10 minutes into it. Now it's cloudy and cold. Thank goodness I have a jacket, right? Mm-hmm. And so um, made it to the track, and it's like there was this headwind. At that point, I mean, a really strong headwind. It's like, and it seemed to change directions. Every time I didn't matter which part of the track I was on, <laughs> it seemed like there was a headwind. And um, this song came on my playlist uh, from Michael W. Smith. He's a Christian artist, and it's called Healing Rain. Mm-hmm. I started singing that song and I got, got to the word rain and I'm like, no, 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 no. It's not going to rain. <laughs> and sure enough, it started raining at that point. It's like, well, it's going to rain the last two miles. So mm. just sang a little louder <laughs> <laughs> and uh, made it, made it through that. But uh, it, it's one of those where it's like, you just, you never know what the, the next obstacle is going to be. And uh, you just, you know, like Abby was saying, you just got to keep plowing ahead and have that mm-hmm. mental fortitude to keep going and, not let yourself or the team down. That totally reminded me of a story that happened when we were running. Um, last fall, Justin and I went to this personal development conference and um, there was this great line that Rachel Hollis said that I always remembered. And she said, there's like three different kinds of people in the world. The first person sees a hill and that's like too much for them. They're like, I can't go up the hill. The second person decides they can go up the hill, but they go a lot slower than their walking pace. And then the third person runs at the hill and tries to go up it even faster than they were going before. And I always think about that because we have a huge hill right before we get to the blacktop where we're running. And like, I avoid running there because it's like the worst hill ever. 
And a thing Justin and I made a point of, we started doing like the last week when we had to run so many miles that we were running the hill back and forth, like at least two or three times because we needed that much mileage is I would be trudging along like my like death glare, like when is this going to be over? (laughs) And then we would get like a little closer to the hill and then like look at each other. And then we would just like yell and go up the hill as fast as we could (laughs) with like this is probably when we were like four or five miles in and I had like no energy left and we would just like sprint all out sprint to the very top of the hill. And then I would go back to my, my 12 minute pace. But I I thought that was cool. One of the best times I had with this whole uh, experience was kind of constructing different routes around my house. Cause I live like three of the four roads are dead ends. So I was able to early on, like a down and back would give me my two miles. And then I found a 3.11 mile loop. So I was like, all right, I can do that. And then, you know, the five to six mile runs, I'm like, well, what if I tied that one in with this one? So, (laughs) and then it got to the point where I'm running and like mile two, I'm like, there's nothing about this I enjoy right now. But (laughs) let's play this game to where, where I think mile four is like, where is my watch going to vibrate and tell me that mm. mile four? I'm like, all right. I got pretty mm-hmm. close that time. So mm-hmm. you start to really, you know, understand, you know, kind of like your terrain and like what Mike said, like right now in El Paso, like it's the windy season. So these winds are like 25, 30 miles per hour winds. And you're just like running to like going a hundred percent and you've slowed down like half of what you were running. So I'm trying my best to run like a 15 minute mile at this point, like huffing and puffing. And I'm just like eating all this dirt. So it was a good experience. Uh, yeah. We, it, in our routes too, we had different signs or things that we like, we would see that and we're like, that's the mile marker. That's the mile marker. We knew it because we ran that route, you know, 20 times over the last 20 days. So we would know right where we hit one mile, two miles, four miles. And whenever I turn around and come back, I knew I saw that sign. I was like, there's one mile left. Perfect. Then we'd hit that big hill that Gabby was talking about. And we're like, bust this hill. And then we got a half mile left. Like you just like start playing these games with yourself and you see some sanctuary and like certain objects now, because you know, that signified a certain mile marker, uh, that was through your route. So yeah, I totally agree with that. And I don't know about you guys, but the thing I really love, love might not be the right word, um, but the thing that I really love about this challenge is unlike a marathon where you're going to go out, you're going to run one day, it's going to be this colossal challenge, but then you're going to be done after, you know, five, six hours. Uh, this is like one of those things where I had to decide to say yes 30 freaking times. I had to wake up that day and be like, all right, how many do I need to do? And then I got to go do it. And I think that's more challenging than saying yes one time and then just playing with yourself over and over again throughout the race. This was like one of those deals where I was like, you get to like, you know, day 18, day 19, you're just like, crap, I got to say yes 10 more freaking times. Uh, And that's challenging. And and that's like kind of my big lesson learned in some of this too is like, the, the people that can go 100% for a short duration, perfect. Um, but the people that have the consistency uh, to do what they, what needs to be done every single day, I think are really more inspiring than the people that do something big and audacious. It's you showing up and saying yes day after day after day and getting 1% better uh, versus you just doing this like Instagram-worthy big challenge one day. Uh, because you you know through through the 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 this challenge that you know around day twenty day twenty five it stopped being about anybody else it stopped being about 
you know, people on Instagram, even really the group, it really just came down to the fact that like, I'm going to finish this. Like, I'm going to finish this. And Gabby, you were the same way too. You, I, I'd be like, hey, you don't look great. You want me to pick up like one of your miles today? And you would consistently be like, no, those are my miles. And I was like, all right, you go for it. <laughs> Did you guys find a thread or a lesson learned um, through this challenge that is probably going to resonate with you moving forward? So often, like we set goals for ourselves, right? And sometimes we we accomplish that goal faster or easier than what we expected. Or if it was, even if it was very difficult, once it's over, we kind of like forget about it. I think it's important to be able to reference those days where it did suck. Mm. And you're like, hey, I went through this. And it's a it's a mental, it's a physical challenge, but it can uh, be transferred somehow, some way that we don't even know um, to something else. And uh, just be able to reference times where you can kind of surprise yourself and overcame something, I think is very important. And uh, I know for myself, I don't do that. Um, I, like so many people like, oh, oh man, like you've accomplished so many things. It's like, well, I don't feel like I have, but it's important to look back and see those accomplishments, no matter how big or small they they seem to you at the time. They, they're making an impact and they're kind of paving the way for you to accomplish more things uh, later on. So. Mm. You know, that that resonates with me too, Shane. The fact that like even doing this challenge kind of sets the bar a little bit higher. Like now that we're all done with it, we've had a couple days off as well. You're like, man, that sucked. And don't get me wrong. I will glorify the fact that like it really did suck those that last week or so. Um, but now looking back on it, do you guys feel like it's like, but I could probably do that again pretty easily. Like, do, do you feel like you push the bar up and set it up a little bit higher? And now like, you know, Gabby, who ran 20 miles most, uh, 20 miles in one month, now your new bar is 100 miles. <laughs> like, how crazy is that? You 5X what, what your previous goal was. I think uh, sometimes we rush to failure in a good way. And then uh, we just mm. kind of, we, we raise that threshold time and time again. And before you know it, like, our hardest workout is now our warm-up. When Justin and I used to run together, like, I would say, like, six months ago, he would, like, drag me to go, like, run, like, run two miles with me. And I, I would sometimes just run one mile and be like, oh, I'm too tired to do another mile. And then sometimes I would do two miles and I would come back like panting like I was dying. And now he's like, you want to do two miles? And it is. It's like a warm up now. We're like, OK, yeah, we'll just do two today. Like pretty casual. So that's good. <laughs> yeah, because when you're begging to like on those four or five, six mile days when you're like, dude, I would take two miles again in a heartbeat. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah I totally agree. Mike, was there um, was there a lesson that you really learned through this challenge as well? Yeah, I, you know, I, I feel like I challenge myself often, but I don't challenge myself to a point where I get to where I really just want to quit and have to talk myself into keeping mm. going. And this, there have been those in my life, but not not a lot of them. And um, this was one of those. And it, it just, I, I now know that I, I can keep myself going and, and make it through something like this where I want to quit. And, you know, had you asked me the last week, hey, do you ever want to do this again? The answer would have been flat out. There's no <laughs> way ever that I will top 150 miles. Two days after rest, you know, you're, you know, you're ready to go again. It's like, okay, I'm not sure 150 this month, but you know, somewhere <laughs> down the road. Yeah. I think I can top 150. So I need to rest up a little bit right now, but, um, you know, it, it's, as you 
like Shane was saying, as you realize what your accomplishment is, you know, you, you start to understand it's like, you know, you, you really have kind of changed where the bar is. And, mm-hmm. and next time around, it's like, okay, next time it's 160. Let's see mm-hmm. where we're at. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I, but for me, just learning that I, I still have the ability to talk myself into not quitting when I want to quit and when it gets really hard and, and making it to the goal, I think is, uh, the confidence builder for sure. Mm, yeah, yeah, totally agree. And um, it seems like most of us are taking the month off. I'm doing another calendar club, but I uh, probably won't be pushing myself. But I don't know. This, like I said, it comes out May 11th. Ask me then. I, it, it depends. I maybe I'll be on it again. I'm one of those people that like. I'm like, oh, I don't want to do anything challenging for a few days, and then someone says some dumb idea for me like a week later. I'm like. All right, let's give it a go. Um, but Bree, you're actually one who uh, re-upped and wants to do Calendar Club again in May. Why? <laughs> That's the <big> question. <laughs> well, for one, if you're doing it, I mean, I'm going to try to do it. Like, why would I not? <laughs> Somebody else in the group is already going to do it. Um, and also, uh, your brother, Kyle, mm-hmm. who was on one of your other podcasts, on, I think it was either the last day of April or May 1st, he goes, hey, do you want to see who can do the most miles in May? And I was just like, sure. And so on that first day, he um, asked me when he got off work what I was at for my day. And I was like, 6.09. And he's like, oh, okay. Well, then he goes out and he finishes at 7.29 miles. So I um, put my shoes back on, laced them up and went back out there and hit another like three. And yes. finished at like 9.2 <laughs> or 9.3 miles for my day. First day that I wanted to rest of May 1st, just finished the calendar club. And <laughs> I don't know. I just think it goes to show you that you really can do more than you think you can do. And yeah, uh, yep. I just try not to compare myself to what everybody else is doing, mm. uh, even though I might try to do that sometimes like, oh, that pace is better than mine or wow, I had to walk a little bit here, but like, I still got it done. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think if people just try not to compare themselves to how everybody else is doing or their paces or whatnot, you can really get over mental blocks a lot more and just mm. do it for yourself. And if you got to walk, walk, if you got to sprint, sprint, like <laughs> just do it. <laughs> if you got to crawl, crawl. Kind of have to. Well, Bree, you, uh, I, I won't make you say anything out loud, but if you let my little brother beat you in this challenge this month, I'm going to be so disappointed. He'll be listening to this, but that, that will be like two weeks from now. So do you want to, you want to make a public, uh, public announcement to him and, and give him a little, a little bit of a, a challenge here? It's on like Donkey Kong. <laughs> I'm going to take it off this call. I'm going out there and I'm going to hit a few more miles. I'm ahead of him right now still. I love it. I love it. I think that's a great place to end, guys. I super appreciate you being so involved uh, in April Calendar Club and for everybody raising their hand to do this. It was so freaking cool to see you guys all accomplish your goals and then some. Uh, it's, 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 you guys will offer, even though I'm doing a May Calendar Club, you guys will forever be remembered as my first Calendar Club. And maybe down the road, we'll all get to do an 
individual calendar club at some point in time. I am not interested in that right now. I'm not going to think about it right now, but, uh, but I don't know, maybe this time next year, we're going to throw out a bigger audacious goal to go and accomplish. Um, so yeah, thanks again for going along in this journey with me and looking forward to doing some hard stuff with you again in the future. Welcome back everybody. I hope you enjoyed that conversation. Once again, huge shout out to Shane, Mike, Bree, and Gabby for going on that journey with me, that challenge. Uh, April Calendar Club was such a blast. Uh, it was really cool to see each of you accomplish 100 miles. And Mike, huge shout out to you for doing 150. I will take on that challenge in the near future here. I hope with this episode, it gave you a little inspiration. I think fitness challenges are always a great way to jumpstart that area of your life. I have a May Calendar Club going on right now. But I will probably be setting up a June calendar club. So if that's something that interests you, reach out to me. You can DM me at Justin Lee Peters on Instagram. I'd love to hear from you. That's it, everybody. I hope you are doing something great with your May. And I'll see you next time in the Sandbox. 